fires downfield. It's caught and into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa! Touchdown, Iowa! Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. I always forget that's the last play right there. All right, welcome in, everybody. We've got episode two, week two of Triangle Sharps. We've got Lance Patton back in the studio again. Glad to have him back. Finally, this week, we got Parker Carney, at King Carney on Twitter. Go ahead, give him a follow as well. And we'll have Jack S., Jack and Shaning, chiming in a little bit as well. We don't have as many mics. We could have him on the phone, but it just doesn't sound as well. And if he doesn't have much to say, well, we'll just... Swing around some mics tonight around the table, if you will. We're going to get into our picks a little bit later. First, we've got a few things to talk about as a little bit of a group. We've got a few. We want to get on some people, and we want to highlight a few things after the first week of, of football we're gonna, and basketball, nonetheless. But we're going to start out with the Clippers. We've got Kawhi Leonard. We've got Paul George. I mean, what the fuck's going on here? I mean, they shot, what, one for 16 combined from the field in the second half, or two for 16 or something like that. And the Clippers were five from 30 from the field as a team, like past like the 12-minute mark or in the third quarter or something like that. I mean, I've never seen a team roll over like that ever. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of theories to be had. We discussed this in our group chats a little bit about the whole narrative of the NBA. And, I mean, we've talked about the refs before. I mean... We talked about what's what's the one cat's name that that's been on pods before Tim talking. Donahue. Yeah, the guy that was cheating. Yeah, Mike Shaver or whatever he used. I mean, name. I don't know ex- exactly what to say about that. I don't know if there's a narrative there too, but nonetheless, Kawhi Leonard just absolutely disappearing. I think they just quit. I think they really just quit. I think it was just. I think they were done. They, apparently, they had uh, chemistry issues. I don't know. I heard something about that. Apparently, uh, Montrez Harrell was cooking Paul George like on the bench after the timeout or something. I read the story about that too. I don't know, man. Like they were up by 18 in one of the games and 16 in the other and they pulled both at with a 3-1 lead. I don't know, man. It's fishy. Didn't it. They didn't have the Clippers announced chemistry. Lou Will came out and said it. Teams with chemistry won in the playoffs, they don't have it. I personally, I think they're going to blow up. Doc Rivers, he's done. Harold's gone. Playoff P, gone. What about Ty Lue? I don't think he's going to stay there. He's going to get a job oh, somewhere the else. Sixers. There's rumors of him the Sixers. How do we feel about that? As a Sixers um, fan, nonetheless. Know, there's a lot of names getting thrown out there. Mike D'Antoni, not my favorite. Um, Ty Lue, I go with that. Chauncey Billups, that's another one. I think Mike D'Antoni's kind of a, know, a meathead. I don't really see him as a good fit. Not much of a fan. I don't know what. I don't think he really does much coaching. I don't no. think that coaching aspect Definitely is. wouldn't help the Sixers. Yeah. No. But I, I don't know. I'd like to say towards the Clippers as well. I want to. I don't know. They just take. They took the Lakers Clippers from us. I. I was so excited. Yeah, I was so damn excited for that the battle of LA. That was going to be. But that's the narrative. I don't know where these narratives. I. I just don't know. It just seems all like. It doesn't seem right. The NBA do, just doesn't. I don't know how they lost. I really don't know how they lost that series. No. Just a complete just collapse. 
All righty, well, jumping into the football, enough of the NBA for now. Jumping into the football, we want to talk Mitch Trubisky. We haven't talked enough about him after week one. Comparisons to Deshaun and Pat can be put to a halt for now. Jack, you want to come on in? Yeah, look, I've said it a thousand times. Uh, I don't really want to speak to Patrick Mahomes uh, very much. I mean, he's proven what he can do. But as for the Deshaun Watson and Mitch Ravinsky comparisons, I'm willing to willing to open up that dialogue in every aspect of it. I mean, now that's a loving level playing field. Um, we don't have Deshaun. We don't have uh, D Hop to throw to anymore. We got pretty much the same weapons on offense. Granted, the Texans can probably run the ball a little bit better than the Bears can. Um, they definitely can. I mean, I think. Now that the weapons on offense are the same, we saw it statistically. Mitch and Deshaun were pretty much the same week one. I think Mitch definitely out gained him on offense, outscored him, especially in the fourth quarter. But I mean, well, and Deshaun had two absolute garbage time touchdowns. The Lions secondary had three of their top four cornerbacks get hurt, hence the uh, fourth quarter explosion. I mean, it's for sure a knee jerk reaction after week one, but I'm here for the dialogue. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, we. You can't watch a football game without seeing the comparisons between the three quarterbacks. And now that at, l- <laughs> at least that Deshaun and Mitch are on the same um, kind of playing field as far as offensive weapons, I think we're going to see the statistics level out a little bit. Granted, they probably um, weren't that far off in the first place, at least as much as people probably think. Oh, they definitely were not. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm here for it. I've never been a Watson believer. I think Deshaun Watson's a little overhyped. Uh, I'd appreciate a Trubisky-Watson rivalry for a few years. That'd be fun. I'm all, I'm I mean, all. one team's 1-0 and and one team's 0-1, so. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> the Eagles 0-1. Yep. Not where I expected the Eagles to be. are, in fact, 0-1. They are. Not where I expected to be, you know. Uh, you come out and you're missing uh, three, your five starting offensive linemen. Carson Wentz was basically playing with uh, five defensive linemen in his face the entire game. It's yep. a tough way. We'll talk about it a little bit later. One last thing before we get into the cards. Iowa State football. Iowa State football, incredibly undisciplined. It's the same thing every year. This is the reason they lose to Iowa every year is because they're just not they – just, they just mess up. They just make errors on their own, they unforced errors. I'm, I'm tired of hearing this Matt Campbell, like, Get it on your knees for Matt Campbell. We thoughts. I mean, it's a tough thing because I mean, from everything you hear from everybody, he's a great coach and he seems to turn. I mean, seems to have turned around or at least pointed a program in the right direction. But you get in these scenarios where it's like they're always one or two plays away from. Okay, these but games. in terms of like the play calling, correct? He was play calling for a few years there, correct? Yeah, I don't think he is this he year, is. but and he isn't. He has been. And I, to be honest, I don't see a problem with him, like, honestly, calling plays. But, like, in terms of actually, like, coaching his details, in my opinion. I mean, I you can't go wrong. You win, Why do you lose games? Why do you lose games? <laughs> you usually lose games when you give up a punt return and a kick return in the same game. Correct. That doesn't help, yeah. You don't, you're not going to win a lot of games if that's going on. Just Or muffing the punt. Yeah, or muffing the punt, fumbling in the red zone. Yeah, all reasons. I don't know. I'd just like to shine a little light on Matt Campbell a little bit. Everybody's just on their fucking knees. I mean, they have talent on the foot, on both sides of the football. Definitely. I mean, there's really 
It just doesn't make sense. Grant, Louisiana was, I mean, they played a hell of a football game. But and they're a good, I mean, they're a good team. Again, I said don't panic necessarily if you're an Iowa State fan, but. And they didn't have Charlie Kolar. That definitely hurts. Definitely. That dude's a fucking, ooh, that dude's good. As much as it hurts me to admit that, that dude is very talented at tight end. Brock Purdy. I already got out on this a little bit, but. Supposed to be a first-round pick. It's weird, like it's, huh? weird, it's weird having a different team and the Iowa State season before it ever even started. Usually it, it comes from the team just just east of them. But. Oh, and hey, while we're at it, we'll, we'll just talk about how, you know, all the Iowa State people talking about how Iowa doesn't have football anymore. We're, we're opening that door. We're back. We have entered the chat place, folks. We better be lucky we didn't have football this year. I think we would beat them 45-0 to this year. I'm not even kidding. With a new fucking quarterback. I mean, I gotta chill out with that tonight. Petrus hasn't started the game. <laughs> Petrus has thrown like what six passes or twelve passes in his college career, and I would already take him over Brock Purdy. Big yeah. arm, big kid, good touch. Brock, don't hate that. Purdy looked like trash. He was yeah. inaccurate. Didn't throw it down the field. They did have a lot of drops. You're right about that. But mentally, he's a loser too. I talked about this too. His post game interview. That's terrible. Yep. Can't have that. I'm with you. There. Promise you won't see that in this quarterback room. God no. All right. Well, Last thing, real quick, they're zero zero in the Big Twelve for all those Iowa State to win the Big Twelve ticket holders. They are zero and zero season that started. So. Sometimes you got to get humbled. Sometimes you got to get humbled. Although Oklahoma looked very good against Spencer Rattler, looked really yeah good. he did, and so did Sam Ellinger. So I my my Iowa State fourteen one ticket, I would sell that right now if I could, but yeah, we can't. So let's go. Let's go Cyclones. Alrighty. So let's hop into the cards again. We'll jump around a little bit from guy to guy. We'll have some of the similar games, but we'll start in the NCAA. Again, it's a crappy slate. Lance has, every, I mean, action everywhere, per usual, and we which is okay. Well, we got to get our money back, too. And we apologize. Listen, and I, if we didn't get to it last week, we're not here to give winners all the time. In case you didn't know, we're not professional gambler, gamblers. That's false. I disagree with that. Well, we, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I am here to give winners. There was a clerical change in, my, in the games last week to... Flip the script. A lot of lot of public a uh, lot of publicly bet picks won. Yep, and we're gonna lose when we do that. And I've I've said this I've said this to everybody I know. I'm okay with losing to square picks. I'm okay with that. I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be square. I'm not. I'm just not. All right, Lance, you wanna you wanna start us off here? Give us give us your first pick of the day or your lock of the week. Right yeah, here. let's just go around lock lock of the lock of the week in the NCAA today. North Texas plus fourteen. They're wearing Hayden Fry jerseys. They're honoring him. They're at home. They're getting fourteen. Just give me that. That's a winner. Chalk it up. Put it in. Guarantee. All right, Parker. What do we got? I'll be honest. Well, uh, two college football teams that aren't ranked playing each other these weeks. Don't get too excited for it. The only game I have money on Miami Louis, Louisville. I got money on Miami. All right, as do the other two of us. Will Miami. We'll get we'll get into the Miami game then, and we see De'Ara King just take over this game. Right. What? Bouncy? Why not? What they, they? I mean, they pounded Louisville last year. They beat them like fifty-five to There's, ten or something like that. Or if I recall the stat correctly, seven and three in the last ten heads up. So I, I like what they're doing there. I like De'Ara King. I've been very vocal about that on this podcast. Yeah, it's on the road, but hey, I like Cameron Harris. I think Louisville. I mean, they looked good in the first half against Western Kentucky, but you didn't. We, I had Western Kentucky, so it's a little hard for me to look back on that and be like, yeah, obviously. But Western Kentucky lost a lot on the defensive side of the ball. So, I mean, 
That, their quarterback's good, though. Louisville's uh, Mikel Cunningham or something like that. Yeah. That yep. dude's good. I don't know. I like Miami. I'm going to – I'm riding the Canes all year this year. I think they're kind of like my – Okay. And my lock of the week, well, I'm, I'm really between two. I've got – and to be honest, uh, can we get a – who's Baylor playing this week? They're minus four. All I know is they're minus four, and I'm, I'm there. I'm all the way there. It's a Texas team, I feel like. Houston. 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 Yep, Houston. And Houston was 4-8 and eight the last year after D.R. King decided to sit out, correct? Like everybody on that team. That, uh, that team Actually, I lied earlier when I said I've never seen a team quit like the Clippers. Houston last year <laughs> went way worse. They, they literally redshirted. They lost their opening two games and started redshirting. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible. I think, I don't know. I just think Baylor won nine games last year. I mean, yeah, Baylor was good. Baylor won more than nine games last year. I mean, minus four just doesn't make any sense. They were really good last year. They almost like, and later in this card, I'll we'll, I'm going to get into fading myself because it's it's starting to it's starting to happen for me. It has to happen. Yeah, These lines and in, in especially NFL, it, it's going to have to start happening. Whatever I it is, what it is. On Monday night. So I'm going Baylor minus four, but I also really like Duke minus six against Boston College. We talked about this game a little bit. I think Duke's just going to roll them, absolutely roll them. Yeah, I like Duke. And six is too little in my opinion. Yeah, I mean. Boston I see this College line being has, like 12 and a half. Boston College's defense was so bad last year. It's yep. hard to see. Anyway, all right. So, Lance, let's get in to just rattle off a few picks here. Let's Let's get two or three here. I would like to add Baylor minus four to the card as well, just for the record. I'm also taking that now. I did not know that game was going on. I don't know why it wasn't popping up for me, but I will also be taking that. Uh, so, like I said, North Texas plus 14. Hayden Fry jerseys have to bet them. That's, that's a winner. Yep. I mean, chalk it up. Miami plus two and a half. I like that as well. We talked about that a little bit. Um, LA Tech plus five and a half. They won nine games last year. They returned a ton of like their weapons on offense and four offensive linemen. They got to find a new quarterback, which I don't love, but they're getting five and a half on the road to Southern Miss. And then they lost to South Alabama last week one, I think. I mean, getting points on a nine win team last year that only has to replace their quarterback. I like the defense there, too. Um, I got Wake Forest plus two and a half. I mean, that was the best. That's the best they got. That's the best the ACC has. They went to Clemson. I mean, they kind of got pounded a little bit, but Sam Hartman looked fine. They had some moments, I feel like. I don't really remember, but I feel like they had a few moments in that game where it's like, oh, Wake Forest, like, nice. I don't know. It is what it is. They beat. I mean, they um, didn't get absolutely rolled. They covered, didn't they? Yeah. There you go. Which, great flip. I, I don't know if I've talked about that at all. I completely flipped off of Clemson to Wake Forest. And they covered by, like, a half point. So, uh, And NC State lost their last six last year, including a 44-10 to 10 loss on the road to Wake. So, I mean, getting points there, I feel like that's – I like that a lot. I got, speaking of Iowa State, I got Georgia State plus 16. I think this is a huge letdown spot for Louisiana. I mean, how many, how how often do you get an opening win against a FCS team or FBS team? Doesn't happen very often. No. Big letdown spot. They're getting 16. Return four all linemen, same thing. A lot of weapons. Apparently their quarterbacks can sling it. I like that. Uh, and then I got App State minus four and a half. I think this line's inflated just because Marshall, I mean, they looked really good, but they were playing Eastern Kentucky. 
I just think App State is like one of those teams that they kind of like play down the level of their opponent and they're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to pound the rock. They're going to control the clock. But I like them to cover four and a half against a Marshall team that literally could not play any better. They, I think they played the best game of the season in week one. That quarterback is good, though. I also kind of like the under. I think this game kind of is like a grind it out. I don't think Marshall's going to be able to just do what they did to Eastern Kentucky, to apps, to that App State defense. Um, the second half, App State looked great. I think that's that's all for me. Oh, all right. Pitt minus 21 and a half because apparently Syracuse is just going to lay three touchdowns everywhere. Yep. So I'm uh, just going to take that every week because apparently they stink. I don't even know. So yep. Give it to me. Talk about that in a bit. We'll go to Parker now. Parker, what do we got? Versus the NCAA slate. Nothing much? No, not really. Like I said before, you know. Probably tail a few of these just for a sweat and yeah, get I'll out of here. a few. Drink a couple beers, watch some games with the boys. But, you know, without the SEC and the Big Ten playing, college football's not fun yet. Just a couple winners, get out of here. All right, well, I only have a few more as well. I would like to talk about Pitt minus one, 21 and a half was another one for me. That was one I looked to, like, pretty early. I don't know. I think the Q's just suck. And I think Pitt looked, I mean, Pitt looked pretty good. They covered, like, dominantly in their first game. They won, like, 45 to nothing. But they scored 45 points, and then they stopped, and they covered by, like, five points. It was a 40-point spread, and they covered. I, mean, I respect teams that can do that. I do. All right, other than that, uh, I'm jumping on North Texas with you, La Tech as well. I don't know much about the Georgia Southern, Georgia State. Georgia State? Georgia State. Yeah, I don't know much about that game. That seems like a spot I could get into. But, yeah, I'm saving the rest of my action for the NFL slate, and also it's a major week. I got a lot of action there. It's good. It is what it is. We're going to jump into that at the very end. I would also like to add Georgia Tech plus 7.5 over UCF at home. Okay. Yeah, Georgia Tech looked good against Florida State week one. Pull out a win. Big win. win for that program. Big win for that I'm program. I'm pretty sure that stud quarterback from UCF that like tore his ACL last year, uh, McKenzie, uh, something McKenzie. No, he's way gone. Never mind. I was way off. Um, anyway, I like how I like what Georgia State's doing or Georgia Tech's doing down there. I like the Georgia teams. I like the system. I wish they would go back to the to the the wishbone and triple options, but whatever. It is what it is. All right, NFL slate. Let's get a lock of the week, and then we'll come back around the table one more time. A lot more action here for me. Um, my lock of the week. I need to start betting totals more again. Yeah, I, I got a lot of totals on the card. It's hard, but it's really hard to judge. And, and that's again, we talk about this, but especially totals too. You not, yeah, you not, you just don't know what's going to happen week in and week out. Again, we were t- Parker and I were talking about how it's going to be a lot like the preseason. I mean, we're treating this as a preseason right now. What do you have to say about that, Parker? Oh, yeah. I'm all aboard that. I've been saying that since before the season started, before the Eagles looked like a preseason football team. I think these first three weeks, you're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, like high school football out there. Kids not really knowing what they're doing. Adults not knowing what they're doing. It's going to look uh, sloppy. sloppy. It's going to look a little sloppy for sure. Like the Bucks. The Bucks yeah, and I, I, I look to make, and this relating to a fantasy aspect a little bit, maybe, I mean, we're all in the same league, but it is what it is. I think – it's a spot where, yeah, I talk about it, how I trade away my whole team, and I kind of look to make moves early, whatever. You know, it might just be a year where you got to sit tight and just hold your hold your stones and hope hope you're right. And I don't know, like Tyler Boyd, I got to sit tight, hope I'm right. Sometime it is just week one. 
We do forget. It's so hard, like, since we didn't have sports for so long, I feel like the overreactions this year are, like, like escalated. Like, oh, there's, always, there's always week one overreactions. But definitely. this year especially, I think it's... I think it's like times three or times two of what it normally is. I, I agree. Yeah, I, exactly. Like Mitch Pete and Deshaun. Yeah. Yep. And uh, as a Bucks fan, I assume you are seeing the same heat that Eagles fans are seeing where you think the sky's falling right now. Uh, I'm fine. I mean, we didn't see Parker for four no. days after oh. Sunday. Personally, I'm fine. But Eagles fans, Eagles Twitter, it, you would think we are 0-16. It's yeah. awful. People are ready to get rid of everyone. I might patent that, by the way. Yeah. The thing is, we never beat the Saints on the road, like, ever. No, like, I, that's what matter. I said pre-pod, did I not? I was just like, well, they, they, just don't, the they just don't beat the Saints. Even though Drew Brees looked like shit. Like, that was such a winnable yeah. game, man. All you have Definitely. to do is not throw a pick six and not fumble. All righty, so your lock of the week, Lance. Let's hear it. Um, I'm going to do my lock of the week as Falcons over 53. Neither of these teams are going to play defense. I mean, <laughs> I mean the Cowboys... They might play a little defense, but that offense, the Falcons' offense is great. So, is Vander Esch back? No. Uh, he's out for he's at least two months. extended time. Collarbone injury, I yep, believe. Yep, collarbone's correct. That boy's toast. So that really hurts their defense. Uh, um, then the Falcons, obviously they have 10 first-rounders. I think we talked about this in the week, <laughs> too. 10 first-rounders on the, for, on, the, on the offense. Just a electric city out of uh, So, yeah, I like that over out of Atlanta. The Falcons' defense is also just trash. I yep. Mean, uh, terrible. Maybe, Alrighty. maybe the worst defense in the league. Parker, what do we got? Terrible. I got the Giants cover. Giants. I, yeah, I talked about this the other day on Wednesday. I think that the Giants keep this a game. What did we talk about two oh. years ago? We went on the road to New York. And if you would, just give them Jack the mic for this one as we're going to discuss the Bears a little bit. We had a good year that year. We had a good year, and we go on the road. To, was it a rook, a rookie Danny Dimes that year? No, no, that was before him. That was before his time. That was I'm pretty sure. Eli's coming out party was the Bucks. Yeah, Danny. Dimes. That's right. Danny yeah, yeah Dimes that's right. Coming out party was putting it to the Bucks. Yes, that's, that's right. But nonetheless, they they give us a game. They give us the game, and <laughs> we were, I don't know. We were down for the most part of that game. Yeah, we came back in the fourth quarter. Correct. Sent it to overtime and lost. Is what it is. Probably, I think a missed field goal in there somewhere. If you can believe that. <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? Does sound. Yep. Couldn't disagree with the uh, Giants lock anymore. Um, it's just a terrible The pick. Giants is on my card, too. I, I'm going to be honest. I have it's Giants money pick. line. So, I think them with five and a half is an absolute lock. Uh, it's just a situation where you're seeing a lot in the early part of this year where you got winning franchises and you have losing franchises. Uh, granted, the Giants have been all right in the past decade, but like when we looked at the Steelers versus the Giants last week, I mean, one of those pro, one of those organizations knows how to win football games, and one of them doesn't. This is a similar spread, but <laughs> the I I just don't see the the Bears aren't like they're not on that look caliber look, of like you can just go ahead and tell everybody you Steelers. Have, every, you can just go ahead and tell everybody you have a. Danny Dimes jersey. And I do. They'll, they'll yeah, I said that. Way. I said that. I think I got to be a Danny Dimes guy now. So. so I want that on the record that you bought a Danny Dimes jersey. Well, they're giving them out at, at Nike. So. And you lose money. That jersey is going to cost you a lot of money. Probably. I'm just going to let you know that. Probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, but if we're, if we're talking franchises, I think that it's a similar spread. What was the, what was the spread last week for the Steelers-Giants? Six. Yeah. Now, granted, the Giants were on the road. But I don't know. They were around in that game. That's a short flight. They were. And the didn't half. didn't Danny throw a pick or something in the second half? Yeah, he did. The, on their drive. drive, and then he yeah. threw a, the, I mean, a terrible interception, a terrible turnover on the goal line. They looked so good. Exactly. That drive, they were on the yeah. So that I mean, they they were not that far off of covering. No, 
And I think, I don't know. So I like the Giants here. That's not my lock, but I'm probably going to go with Green Bay here, minus six. I think Green Bay is just going to absolutely roll this week. Absolutely roll. I think Aaron Rodgers looks phenomenally good. Phenomenally good. They play at the Lions. I don't know. I think he's at home. At home? I'm pretty positive it's at home. Even even better. Back check. It is at Mm. Lambeau Field. Okay. Wow, that line makes no sense. Yeah, I know. It might take. It doesn't, and we'll. Yeah, exactly, and that we'll get the rest of the cards. That exact reasoning for a lot of my picks this week, and it don't doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Lance, let's get into uh, next two or three here. Uh, well, Bucks minus eight and a half. I think they bounce back. Carolina's terrible. It's a big number. I don't. The Carolina's not going to score. Like the that Bucks defense was flying around against a much better offense against the Saints. It wasn't the offense, or it wasn't the defense's fault. You don't. I mean, you imagine Tom Brady's not going to throw another pick, although he has thrown three pick sixes in three straight games. Just a little fun stat. Out yeah, there. only two other people have done that in the last however long. Matt Schaub and was Jameis one of those people? No, that's no, a negative. No, surprisingly, he was not one of those people. That's a negative. Parker, um, what do you see in that game? Uh, I have as a little bit of an unbiased Bucks. Fan. I have it the other way around. Um, as someone who has Godwin on their fantasy team. Not looking super optimistic that he's going to play this weekend. Mike Evans is banged up. Uh, Tom Brady's going to have Miller and three tight ends to throw to. He loves he Scotty loves Miller. <laughs> he loves Miller. I can't believe how much. I didn't even know who it was coming in. I thought it was uh, Adam Humphreys again coming back, but no, it's Scotty Miller, the new, the new guy. No. Yeah, I was I was asking because I thought I kind of saw a look in your eyes like you don't know if you see it that way, but no. I mean, I could see it happening, but Tom Brady's uh, four and six in his last ten. You know. It's tough down in Tampa Bay. Tough looks. All right, Lance, a couple more here. Uh, I have the Eagles pick them. I like, I think everybody and their mother is going to bet the Rams this week. Eagles get Miles Sanders back. They have Lane Johnson back. Parker? Eagles fan? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they're um, back at the link. Emotional hedge, I put uh, 10 units on the Rams to win two <laughs> days ago. And uh, I am all in on the Eagles winning this game now. They got I know, but so, yeah, I know. So what are you going to, I mean, are you going to flip? Like, are you going to, I really want, again, you probably don't want to go put a bunch of money on your account, but no, I, I, I've got the Eagles too. I think this is an Eagles game now. Yeah. And I think about it. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And we were all on the Rams. I have personally no problem taking the Rams here. If we're, if, (laughs) I mean, if we're going to give square bets away and squares are going to start winning this year, especially early, I have no problem taking the Rams. The Rams look good. Cowboys are a talented team and they looked really good. The Rams did look good. I would like to... Same old Cowboys every year. They all stink. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I like the Rams at first, and I get to talking to Parker a little bit more. We watched that Eagles game, and I think... Where's that game at? The Link. The yep. Link. Yep. Back at the Link. I like the back the Yeah. That's yeah. a long flight. Yeah. We talked about long flights, too. I, that's a really long flight. <laughs> There's a I lot of things in the Eagles' favor this game. I do. I think so, too. And I think Miles Sanders is actually going to be really healthy. I think he's going to be just I fine. I think he was fine week one. I think they just sat him. I think they just, we talked months. about this on a FaceTime call a little bit as well, that even though it's it's very cliche to say, and it's very, like, people say it all the time, but, like, they overlooked that team. Like, well, they, they for did. for sure did. Yeah. Like, well, they, they for sure did. Like, they, as much as you don't want to believe it's true, it absolutely was week one for the Eagles, and I think it's just an absolute bounce back spot. I think they might win this game by, like, a touchdown. As good as the Rams looked. I, I can see it. They 
no disrespect on the Rams, and obviously no excuses for the Eagles here, but I think the Rams' front seven is nothing like what they just saw with Washington. They were going up against four first-round draft picks on the D-line, and the Rams have Aaron Donald, and that's it. And Aaron Donald has never recorded a sack in his three appearances against the Eagles. Wow. There you go. That's a lot of dumbass stats. Saber, saber metrics right there. The stats are going to get us winners. That's what we need. Yeah. All right, so, Parker, we got a few more picks here. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I bet the NFL just like I bet baseball. I have a little action in every game. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can go down the list. Just uh, give, give a few more of the, the next favorites that come to mind. I mean, personally, tonight, uh, Cincinnati plus six. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah, looking Joey B just throwing right a touchdown. But starting to look better. Um, talked about the Rams game already. Rams-Eagles. Talked about Giants game. Um, Green Bay. Love Green Bay, minus six. Uh, also love the over in that game. Everybody yeah, about, I could see that. Talks about the defense in the NFC North. Uh, it wasn't there in Green Bay's first game with Minnesota. I don't see it being there at Detroit. I don't talk about defense in the NFC North. Absolutely not. I talk about the lack of offense if you're Kirk Cousins, but... <laughs> I mean, can we talk about those Kirk garbage? Cousins still put up 35 points. And, I mean, they garbage were... Garbage time touchdowns. Garbage. Adam Thielen... I mean, Lance had Adam Thielen that lost me the fo- that lost me the fantasy week. Because he scored, like, two 50-yard touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They were playing... They were playing catch-up the whole game. And yeah. Defense was nowhere... I'll give you that. Defense was nowhere to be found in that game. No. The... My, just, like, absolute surprise bet of the week opened up DraftKings a couple days ago. And I see Jacksonville plus ten and a half. Yo, you got him at ten and a half. I got him. At I've 10. got that on my card at eight and a half. I I waited a couple hours and it dropped to ten, but still, Jacksonville plus ten against Tennessee. I I think Tennessee's frauds. I'm not in on Carter Minish. I didn't good. have anything in that game, but I think Jacksonville are good. I don't know if they're good, but they're not eleven points worse. Did than Tennessee, Tennessee cover week one? No, they no. won. Didn't no, they? no, they didn't cover though. No. No, they did cover. They did. I'm pretty sure they covered. No, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they won by two. Yeah. And they uh, lost by two. Broncos. It was Titans Broncos, correct? Yeah, yeah. They, won they, won, they, won, well, they won by two. Yeah. They won, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. They should have won by like 12. Can we talk about Goskowski quick? I mean, what was that? I think every team that I've ever cheered for to win a football game has missed at least a field goal in a game. And a meaning, those are the type of games that one at that. Those are the types of games that the Titans hang around in, though. They just win. They just win those. I mean, he missed games. like four field. What was he? For, yeah. He was one for one for four. One for five. Yeah, he missed four. He was one for five, I believe. That's. I mean, they should have. Okay, so they should have won that game by twelve, if they had a competent field goal kicker. Granny had a hip surgery, but that's no excuse. He made the one that mattered. I had Broncos money line. Just one of my many losers this week. Ouch. All right, so I'll jump in a few I like. Other than Green Bay, I had the Eagles plus one. Just just give me it. I love the Rams initially, and we just talk about it more and more, and I love the Eagles more and more. I've got the Giants on my card. Jacksonville we just talked about. I, those are We're hitting the bases as we go here with my card. And then I had the Bengals plus six. I'm still riding my Joey B. I'm riding my Tyler Boyd. Just threw a touchdown, cut it to a four-point lead for the Browns here on a Thursday night. Other than that, I don't, I don't have a ton. I will, like I always do on Sundays, find some more action late in the day on Sunday night football, and it is what it is. I'm, I kind of want to get get into some more totals, maybe. And again, we've got golf too, so I'm, I'm keeping it short and sweet this week. But 
Any, any. You want to talk about golf quick? Is the golf course winning? We'll get there at the end. <laughs> I got, I got a few things I got to get off my chest there, but well, I got a few more picks. Um, we talked about the Bears Giants. I have the under, and I also have the Bears. I think the Giants stink. I mean, they Saquon Barkley had what? What did we th- we talked about this in the last pod? Fifteen carries for six yep. yards or something along whatever it was. I mean, terrible. I don't think Mitch is back. Unfortunately for you, I. I think that Lions secondary is back. You got any, like, long uh, shot picks here between the two of you? Like, some long money lines other than that? I don't know. This would be fun to share. I don't really have oh, any. Oh, yeah, I actually do have one. Uh, Raiders plus six at home versus New Orleans. I would also take that money line. I okay. think the Saints are done. <laughs> I, because Drew Brees can't throw the ball past more than five yards on the field. They literally had one play over 20 yards, and it was a double pass when the game was over. Like, they just ran it for no reason. That was, yeah, the, true. Only, that was the only long play they had. Drew Brees literally did not throw the ball more than 15 yards on the field at any point in time. And yep. you're talking about Tom Brady's arm? So if the Saints are done, what does that make the Bucks? Rusty. New system, new coach, new quarterback. They'll figure it out. Yeah. I would still bet the Bucks to win the division today. Um, other than that, I got a few more. Hold on, sorry. I got the Bills under 41. Like that. Like that. Um, I got that as well. The Bills defense is just, I mean, they're just good. They fly around. Yep. If it wasn't for a garbage time touchdown in the last game, they would have went under in the first one. That was another loser. The Dolphins, I mean, as much as it hurts me to admit it, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is terrible. <laughs> I mean, he's done. It's mm. two a time. If they put two in, that, that one gets a little in danger, I think. I don't know. I like the under, though. I, I'm i not huge on Josh Allen, either. They looked all right, but again, they played the Jets. That's the easiest opening schedule I've ever seen, by the way. Jets at home and then go to the road to Miami. <laughs> I mean, that's two free wins right there. That's the uh, AFC North for you, or East. Um, it's the North, right? Is it? What? No, it's, no, it's, it's the AFC East. North yeah. is the Steelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 49ers minus seven. Big bounce back week. They play the Jets. Again, the Jets are terrible. The Jets are just awful. You want to just bet against yeah. the Jets all year? I just, I literally might. Like, that. like, when you think about it, when you look at the end of the year stats for, like, against the spread stats, there's always a team that's, like, that bad. Like The Jets might be that bad. Yeah. Especially without Le'Veon and Bell. Yeah, they they might, lost Le'Veon Bell. They lost yeah. Robbie Anderson to the Panthers. They might start getting, like, bad lines against the better teams, but, like, it doesn't matter. Like, the better teams are going to kill them by that much more. I, I yeah. agree. I so, like, sure. we can keep riding that. I'm in on that. Um, and then I have some leans. I didn't. I have the Vikings plus three. I think about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to actually talk about that. I'm glad you said that. I didn't write that down earlier. Yeah, and I hate the Colts this year. I yeah. Phil Rivers. That line doesn't make sense to me either. No, I don't. I also That's have home that. field, though, in the NFL. They have that. Yep. Hey. Again, they know. The Vegas is big on the Colts this year, and I'm just not. So it's just me versus Vegas with the Colts this year, <laughs> and I'm willing to take I'm willing to take on Vegas this year with the Colts because I think the Colts are terrible. I think Philip Rivers is terrible. He'll probably have a drive to win the game. He'll probably have a drive where the Vikings are up like three, and he'll have the ball, and then he'll just do his Philip Rivers thing where he drops back and just. I mean, we talked geez. about it, and then it literally happened. It came to fruition <laughs> week one. It happens every week. It, it's literally crazy. All right, and then also uh, Cardinals. Minus six and a half against the Washington football team. I think Kyler Murray is, is going to be able to handle the that line better than Wentz did, and I think that the Cardinals' offensive line is. So, so you think they just kind of blow them out with the offense? Don't really. 
or what? Well, you can't tackle someone that you can't catch. And Kyler Murray might be the fastest player in the NFL. Like that dude, when he when he gets like out in space and starts like cutting and it's it's he's like playing against Big Twelve defenses all the time. I love Kyler Murray actually this year. Like, yeah, he proved me wrong. He's legit, from last especially year, for now sure. with D Hop. Like, yeah, oh that's my a god, D Hop looked good. It's a weapon. D Hop looked good. Yeah, it pains me to say, but I think Arizona's pretty going to be pretty good. I have the over in that one. I think. Uh, the Arizona is going to do a lot of what I thought the Eagles were going to do last week and put up 40 themselves. So over 46 seems easy money. Okay. All right, Parker, you got any long shots, anything left? I don't really have anything left in the, in the NFL slate. Uh, the only – I got three underdogs to win. Giants already talked about that. Um, got the Falcons, and then I also have the Vikings. Um, All right. Not like, too crazy. I like those few. I'll bet the Falcons, too. I'll take that, too. I was thinking about. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I think the Falcons are just going to be like a 500 ATS team, and I'm. I feel like I'm just going to be wrong on the wrong side of them like every week. Are they playing at home? Is that at home? You know what I mean. It's in Dallas. It's in Dallas. Like I just feel like I'm going to be on the wrong side of them every week, no matter what side I bet of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's every year for the Falcons, man. They're unpredictable. All right, I'm going to get into the next two days of the NBA. Although the game tonight already started, I had written down today. I had this. I had the Celtics minus two and a half. And I'm not, oh, I got up actually. The Heat and do have the lead with yes. the Heat have the, the lead to win the East, which, baby. Come on, it's surprising me. I don't know. I I kind of been flipping back and forth. I thought like the Heat were just going to dominate them, and then I I flipped and I was like, I don't know. The, the Celtics might their matchups just might be more in favor of them, and I don't know. Which I think they they do have better matchups, but yeah, I matchups. I think they have slightly better matchups. They definitely have a lot better depth. Yeah, and they just, I don't know. Maybe they, they, I don't know them. what makes sense about the Heat. Like, nothing about the Heat makes sense. Other than they give they us money. Win. No. And they just win. Yeah. So I actually didn't get that bet in because I was at work, but saving me money again. And we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast today. And we'll get into tomorrow's game. Denver plus seven against the Lakers. What are you guys' first thoughts here? I don't know if you bet it yet. I haven't looked at it yet. I, I'm probably giving the Nuggets my line, right? Like, yeah, well, we we talked about this. I say LeBron in game one scares me every time. I yeah, so at least just take Denver plus seven here. Hope hope she runs and sprinkle a money line. God, how are the how is Denver still like? I don't know. They played like, what twenty games in this playoffs. Well, we talked about Jamal Murray leaving the chat place and then he immediately re-entered it after talking about him. And we might have to get into like a a like once I shit talk somebody like a bump, you know, like a, a pod bump, if you will. I like that. We might need to figure out some statistics there a little bit, but that's all I wanted to talk about in the NBA. And now I got to get into golf. So, is the golf course winning? The golf. Well, listen. I think it is right now. If, if you if you want the USGA's opinion, they don't they don't. The USGA wants to actually keep it fair, and everybody on the Wingfoot grounds does not. Well, let's establish right now what happened between last night. Yeah, and I, that's right exactly now. what I was going to get into. Yeah. So last night, I have been running the narrative that this golf course was going to play incredibly difficult. And everybody in the Wingfoot staff wants it to. And apparently, the USGA doesn't want to get K-Mat anymore. And that's absolutely horseshit. That's absolutely horseshit. Why are they scared? Why are they scared? It Because all the top profile players bitch when they make it too hard. Oh, it's so hard. I get that we lost. They're the best players in the world. I agree. And I get it. There's going to be a few pins. Again, I talked about it. When you, when you push the envelope, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. I mean, 
I know you talked about Bryson not being able to do what he does. What did he finish at today? I saw he was like two, two under. Two point. or three under. Really? He did? Well, again, the rough's proving Beating to not be as course. bad. But that's because they put all these pins today in funnels where you could get it close I mean, to they the were rough. Literally, they were literally playing in funnels. Did you see Jet, Zach yeah. Johnson's putt? That's what I'm talking about. It's, it doesn't... Again, the apparently there was an afternoon meeting today between the USGA... I don't know what that was. <laughs> so the USGA, the head of the USGA, and then the head of the head groundskeeper at Wingfoot had an interview this afternoon, and the head groundskeeper at at Wingfoot was absolutely irate because they're protecting this golf course. And this golf course, again, when we talk about 2006, the winner was Jeff Ogilvie at plus five wooden wooden golf clubs. They don't want also, the, They don't want everybody from Wingfoot does not want this this to be an under par championship. I feel like it's important, real quick, before we get any further, is to let the the viewers know what what happened. Okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. So last night, anyway, I've been riding this narrative that's going to be hard. So last night, I was going to bet all ten overs that I could possibly bet on William Hill. So like JT, all the top players, they're they're over under lines for round one. I was going to bet them all, and I go in and I just run through them. I click all these lines right. And I thought, I thought I had all my overs, so I, I checked this morning, and I see things wouldn't be looking so good for the overs. So I decided to go look at what a few of the lines were in William Hill, and it turns out that I had 10 unders, which don't know how I do it. I mean, Christmas just came early for you, it looks like. Christmas did just up. come early. We needed you it, You hate though. to be a hole-in-one better. Waking up at eight o'clock in the morning to a hole in one already have had happen. That's just again crazy. funneled pins. You can't. They bet wouldn't have done it otherwise. No. I think you've learned this now. You can't bet hole one now. They, it wouldn't have. Yes, every week you're going to lose a lot of time, but when you win, it's the best. It wouldn't have happened if it weren't for these funneled pins. It's such a terrible time to get a hole in one though. Like that's such a bad time. Like why isn't it on Sunday? Like me and Jack yeah. were talking about this earlier. Like, it seems why? to always be on Sundays, Especially like early when Sunday. I have yes, like give me cut to Mike Lorenzo Vera on fifteen. With the hole in one, just randomly in the middle of Sunday, like as it's like heating up at the at the top of the leaderboard. Cut to Mike Lorenzo Vera. Let me see a hole in one. I don't want to see Patrick Reed get a hole in one on Thursday at six a.m. That gets me nowhere. Definitely. There's actually two today. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, the over under situation. I had all the unders. They went seven and three. The unders did. So it saved me four units. And I actually, there were two unit plays on all of them. So eight units when you think about it. <laughs> I mean, we needed it, though. I mean, Definitely needed it. We're having credit but problems. nonetheless, I will be riding the overs the rest of the week. So if, that, if the narrative tends to go uh, stay the way it is and play fair, which I don't think is going to happen, I'm going to keep riding this hill. I was wrong today. Yes. I don't care. I, I couldn't that stop. doesn't mean I'm wrong for the whole week. I literally week. watched Bryson tee off, and I couldn't stop laughing because he just took driver and hit it 400 yards. I was like, okay, I'm going to see what the golf course has to offer. He hit it 400 yards. Yeah, but the pins in the rough aren't, aren't going to penalize him today, so... That is what it is. I mean, we see it every single week. It's not like everybody's making a huge deal. His about model hasn't been working for no. the last. Okay, yeah, I get that. But no, what I'm saying is every, we see it every week. At every golf course that they go to, they grow the rough out to like five inches. This place was, I I didn't watch a lot of coverage today. I mean, but they, from what I did, the rough was absolutely. Like, it's gnarly at every place, literally every place. And you can't bake a golf course out in September in the Northeast. I don't Everybody says the whole 50-degree thing, soil temperature, whatever. I don't buy into that. The place You absolutely can. The wind can absolutely do it. The course can still look green. And I looked at the weather. Quick. you got to look at the weather. Did you look at the weather? Yeah. It's great weather. Scoring conditions. And we saw it. You can't bake a golf course out in September. Because the USGA is, they're, they're locking the, I mean, they're, 
They're pussyfooting around. This era of golf is too good for golf courses. That's not true because if they wanted to, if they did what they're supposed to do at Wingfoot and why they're here, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't be this way. All I'm saying is I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate the take that I had last night after a few beers. If any of the top five golfers in the world were playing when Tiger Woods, like in the '90s, they would all be Tiger Woods. I think the fitness, like the like the level of like the like all that exercise yeah. stuff that they're all doing, they're hitting it miles. I mean miles. You can still. That's the thing, though. Some of these golf, yeah, not all of them are meant to do this. Obviously, we saw minus thirty a few weeks back. That golf course is going to get shit on every time. But this golf course is not meant for that. And the USGA wanted to, it to play. They didn't. They didn't want to expose their back for the rear naked choke. What are they going to do besides make tough pins? That's all they have to do. Like people are going to be three putting, and then when you're in the rough, you can't stop the ball. You can't just roll it into a into a funnel. I mean, they were kind of stopping it today. It wasn't like concrete, like U.S. Opens usually, like Shinnecock when they. You talked about their plot, like the last U.S. Opens to play under par, or over par. I mean, those are golf courses that they literally they're playing on concrete and can't stop the ball. The ball was stopping today. Did you? They were getting so much spin out of the rough. People were stopping the ball out of the rough. I mean, I don't see what the golf course has anything more to protect itself other than tough pins. Grant, they can put really impossible pins on there, and then, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but I still don't think... I mean, he shot 65 today. Tough pins, he's still going to shoot, like, 69 at the worst. I mean... Hell no. Patrick Reed shot 66, hitting five fairways. Hell no. They were stopping the ball. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's ever done that. If you put tight pins, are you serious? Well, listen to what you just said. You just said he shot 65 while hitting five fairways. So, Because you can get to any pin. If it's going to funnel to the pin, then you can get to any pin. They definitely made the pins easy today. That's definitely not a question. Like, they definitely... That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, still. Like, these are... the, The level of golf that they play now is just so insane. But even Brooks won it t- plus one, two, three years ago. Playing on concrete. All right. Well, that was the golf situation. We still have Xander. He's two under. We gave that out. Everybody, the boys all have it. The house has it. He's three back. He's right there. Cheer him on this weekend. Other than that, we don't have a lot else. We'll, uh, uh, UFC, you want to talk some UFC? Have you looked at it at all? Not really. I'm looking at it right now. I've had too much on my plate. Um, I like a lot of the favorites. This week, honestly, um, that Kazmet Chimaev, Chimaev, Chimaev. I love him. One of my favorite fighters. That dude is—he's a psycho. I'm gonna find a parlay to get him in. I'm trying to figure that Definitely. out. Definitely, I got a few. I got a guy that has, has loves loves the parlays. I kind of like. Uh, I kind of like Tyron Woodley against Cody Covington. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not prepared to make a decision on that one yet. I mean, it's plus three hundred. You know what? Give it to me. Give me Woodley. Give me Woodley plus 300. Would it be a Lance UFC card without a massive dog like that? Um, I also like... Uh, sorry. I'm trying to figure out this guy's first name, honestly. Johnny Walker, Brazilian. Won his last two, I think. Two or three. Never mind, lost his last two. Who was I talking? Who was I looking at earlier? This is great podcasting right here. Oh, Holland. Kevin Holland. Won his last two by knockout. I like he didn't him. fight that long ago. He's minus two forty. That's not really a good pick. I'm trying to get a I'm trying to get a winner for the people here. 
Real quick, will you look at that? Parker, John Lester, done in Chicago. It sounds like he's got another year. Really? Said today. Did he? He said something like about He's crying at the podium last he night. He was. He was getting pretty emotional, but I think uh, he had a night's sleep on it, and I think he actually came out today and said something about pitching in front of fans next year. So what's the what's the contract deal there? See, so it's like a, it's, an believe, option this year? I believe it's up. I don't think. I thought there was like another like a sixth-year option or something. Is this his fifth year or sixth year? He's been here the year before the World Series. He's been here since 15. He's been here five years. I mean, either way, you can't blame him for wanting to hang it up. He's no. struggled a little bit recently, right? Yeah. He's figured it out his last two starts, but he had it at the beginning of the season, then he lost it. That's just something that comes with age. I don't blame him for hanging it up. I also don't blame him for coming back one more year, be the fifth guy in the rotation, go out with fans in the stands. Where are we at? On, what's the state of the union on the Cubs right now? For real? Are they second in the NL? I believe so. I think they're for real. I think uh, this like huge MLB playoff situation that we got going on makes it a little bit trickier, letting basically the whole league play. Yeah. Um, but I think they got to get through the Dodgers, and I think they got the pitching to do it. I agree. They got the starting pitching. I mean, that's what you need. And their bullpen's figured out as of late, too. I actually think they have the best bullpen ERA through the last, like, month. I know. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful thing when you can close games. Yeah. Something I'm not really familiar with, but. I say Dirty Craig actually looks pretty dirty. Uh, not like the home run derby Craig that we saw for basically <laughs> his entire career in a Cubs jersey. For all the, uh, the under killer, if you will. <laughs> yeah. You hate to have the you hate to have the under the Cubs game. Yeah, you, you saw see, him warm up in the bullpen. And you knew you'd get about two runs on the board that you didn't want. It's really tough scene. Well, bats get hot, pitching stays hot. Another World Series, bring I, it back. I think if the core the core four is figuring out. The thing is, the Cubs are winning all these games, and their core four, which is Javi, KB, Rizzo, and Wilson Contreras, they were playing. To be honest, like shit. Real they quick, even playing like all stars. Real quick, Allen Robinson, if he doesn't get an extension. You might see a retirement out of a Bears fan because we're not going to win a single football game with Anthony Miller as our wide receiver number one. It's just not going to happen. So we better get him extended or there's going to be problems. I know there's Twitter comments being made out of out of himself, and you'd hate to see him leave. You'd really hate to see him leave because offensively he's about the only thing we got. So just wanted to throw that in there real quick. All right, one last thing here. I have to get it off my chest, and we're getting we're – Getting to be uh, the record for for the time for a pod, but that's okay because I feel like it's been pretty information packed. But the the announcers for golf again, I'm a coverage guy. We talk about it. It's no fun, absolutely no fun, listening to an announcer on a non live golf shot playback. Tell me what's going to happen before it's going to happen. Like it's not live. I You're watched not it muted all day. Like, it's not good. Like, if you think that's good, like, TV, you're absolutely wrong. Like, that's no fun. Like, cool, dude. Like, I could do your job. Like, you literally sit in a chair, and you watch what happens on your little screen, your little fucking screen you got in front of you, and then you tell everybody what's going to happen. I think we need to wait for some of these old golfers to retire, and then I think we'll really get some... Decent commentary, especially color commentary. Definitely. Guys like, I can't wait for Phil. And then we bring Bones back. Definitely. It'll be fantastic. That might not happen at the maybe same little, time, though. Maybe, Turmoil. Maybe we'll add a little. Yeah, that's true. We'll add a little bit of integrity to the coverage. Because we seem to not have it at the moment. Well, look at like JT. Never had it. Look at JT in that match. JT was awesome in that match. Definitely. Like, oh, we loved Tom it. Brady thing. He yeah, was we awesome. loved it. He was great. I mean. It's just, it's terrible to see. Ter- terrible for the sport. Who's going to watch shit like that? I don't know. Well, that being said, we'll cut it off for the week. Again, we're on Twitter. 
follow the boys at Melrose Media. I see at Lance P Sports. King Carney 12. At King Carney 12. Jackson Shane doesn't want the shameless plugs. Jackson wants you to subscribe to his OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, man. News this week. Anyway, we're on Apple now. Make sure to hit that five-star review. That's big for us. That grows the channel. Takes two seconds. It's free more than anything. Please be sure to do that. Review on Spotify as well. Other than that, the Twitters, the Patreons we talked about, we'll get into that more later just because we don't have it fully set up yet, but it's coming. YouTube's coming. The pod will be on YouTube soon. Can and I do one last thing? Yeah. I have got my USC card in for the week. I am taking every single underdog except Chimahev, Chim- Chimaev, Chimaev, and Cerrone. I'm fading Cerrone. I'm not betting Chimaev. Chimaev, minus 400, but I'm taking Nico Price, minus 140, against Alan and then the rest of them, all dogs. Okay. Dogs are due to be barking. They got to bark eventually. All right. Alrighty. Other than that, yep, YouTube's coming soon. Reviews, it's big. We still love all the comments. We've still been getting them. At least I have. Probably not Lance, but I don't know. What? Sorry, I was listening. Comments about the pod. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got a few comments. I don't know. Just names you wouldn't like normally hear, you know? It's nice to hear. It feels it's heartwarming. I hope the people. I hope I gave. I hope we give out winners today because God forbid we do not do a lot. I do too. Oh, and one last thing. Upcoming things on the pod. We're actually going to have Lance's dad, JJ, former swimmer at Iowa, come on, share some things about Iowa athletics, the cuts, and the swimming team. Especially since it's back now, he'll be fired up. So yep, be good. So we'll talk that. We'll also talk football. He's been here for. He's been around Iowa athletics for a long time. You're gonna want. You're gonna want to hear that one. So with that being said. We'll see you guys next time. We'll get you out a week three schedule. Until that happens, let's kick it. Downfield, it's caught, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa! Touchdown, Iowa! Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. He's got it! Smith! Touchdown, 85 yards! The spot, the kick is on.